Ready, set, go! This is the Checkpoint XP Podcast. Check out our international radio show and daily podcast at CheckpointXP.com. Here are your hosts, Nate Bender, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. Checkpoint Reach. Welcome into the Checkpoint XP podcast on B-Pod Studios, the place to be for podcast discovery. Exclusive, uncensored, and extended conversations from the nationally syndicated crew of the Checkpoint XP radio show. My name is Dave Benner. I'm joined by the Checkpoint XP crew, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. And when we do the show, we like to start off with some Apple podcast reviews. My favorite time of the week, Apple podcast review time. Depends on if people have been doing what they're supposed to be doing. That's right. It can't be your favorite time of the week unless it also tends to disappoint you sometimes. Well, this be one of those weeks, my friends. Damn it. It is disappointing to the max. I told you we shouldn't have burned the extra review last week. No, no, because I'm not going to give them a pass like that. We we get over 10,000 downloads a month. Is it so much to ask for one review a week? Apparently, yes. Apparently, oh, yes, it is. Especially man. because after, what is it, after six months, you can re-review? I I don't know. Uh, that's I what, think that's, that's what, what the, said. That's what the users claim. <laughs> what we've been told. Jeez. So so what do we do? Do we just disapp- no? Well, now we have to yell at them. Oh, okay. All right, we're listen left, here. We're left right, without so, any other option. Yeah, listen Girl, here. Why do you no, make us no, no, TV? No. When was the last time you reviewed? Huh? I don't want any more. I don't want a review from Scarrow. Yeah. I don't. I'm just why saying. Don't we, he needs no, no, no. his weight as well. I object why don't we just avoid that one? Hey, I, can't be I do not want to review from Skura. Here's the point, and I'm looking right at you, the rest of you. All right? It don't, do you know how much stuff I review? Not a lot, but the stuff <laughs> that... <laughs> you're, making the, uh, but the the stuff, wrong, you're making the wrong no, point here, But Norris. the stuff that matters. people ask me to review, personally, when they go out of their way to say, hey, a review will really help me out. Right? I do it. And I do it with fervor. I do it with passion. I do it with eloquence. I do it with, you know, veracity. I do it with all the things that I bring to this show. And I get them that same energy. You know, there are people who used to give money to this show. Like, in fairly large quantities. That's true. Right? What's a bigger ask? What's a bigger ask from your audience? Is it money or is it reviews? I'm going to drop $100 on you. To be fair. If you want me to download iTunes, I draw the line. To be fair, there is a large cohort of people in this world who solve all of their anxieties by throwing money at it. I mean, that's fair. That's true, I suppose. I don't know why... There are some people who are much more willing... This show would cause you any kind of existential anxiety. I don't know, but there are people who are much willing to part with $200 as opposed to have to, I don't know, form text sentences. Norris, do by the way, people, I don't believe do these for one people second. not go to the police when they get robbed as well? Because that's just, you're getting suckered out of money. That's different, but they probably don't. I don't know that it does. Norris, I don't believe for one second, by the way, that you don't review literally everything that you touch. Like, I don't believe for one second you aren't on Yelp the minute you leave a restaurant. No, I don't. Yeah? Really? Because no, you know that. I, I have you know ever that. before? I mean, I have. Oh, okay. See. Okay. No, but... I, there's the difference. I've here, never I've never even looked at a Yelp no, here's, review here's what unless it, it was hilarious. No, here's what it is. If, I, if it's really good, I will tell the server and I will say, like, 
tell the chef this shit is great. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've done that. I've left grand total one review in my entire life. I'll right. leave a bad review with the quickness. Though. Oh, see, that, it was a bad review. Because I want to spread the word about how shitty this place is. My one review I left was a six paragraph review on the Stillwell. <laughs> and it got so much traction that to this day i've got google asking me to review stuff because apparently my reviews come in at a high popularity rate my one Damn I'm it. A, no i'm going to look this up that's what i was it's, in there. it's really out there somewhere funny. i'm sure it's really so funny. Going to you know look the, the only thing that i do review actively weed shops mm. real i believe that because you get free shit for doing it that's it. That's the only reason. Oh, no. That's still well. House and Garden. <laughs> still We've well. actually read the review here on the show. Before. We have. We, we read it uh, our first uh, the first episode back, actually. That's right. That's right. So I'm just listen, making sure it's still... Uh, still there? Yeah. Better still be there. Better not have taken it down. It's a two-star hotel, and it gets an average of 3.2 uh out of uh, no, five stars that's it, not true it, that's what the review that's says objectively wrong that's what, no i feel real. like they're suppressing reviews well there are 108 <laughs> reviews on the still well so just all right so you here know. we go lowest score oh wait here we go my review is right here oh okay interesting let me read the whole thing please no no we do not need to reread this on the air i just yeah. want to know how many people have have voted it helpful oh yeah that's what i'm trying to figure out here oh, okay can i click edit review for that it won't let me read it. Yeah, it won't let me read it either. Weird. I left it and I can't get, read it. It just lets me get to the, the first paragraph. All right, well, fucking A. Uh, by the way, uh, make sure that you download Apple Podcasts so that we don't have to cover an entire segment of the show talking about reviews that we've left other places. <laughs> we would, in turn, rather read your review of us, good or bad, by the yeah. way. If you have criticisms, let us know. We'll that, take them somewhat seriously. That really depending is. Depending on the criticism. That segment right there really is our, our jar of mayonnaise. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. If you don't leave us a review, we will sit here and kill seven minutes talking about reviews. Yeah. The the next time the next time this happens, we've got two magic decks uh, that sit <laughs> over at uh, Joe's position. Specifically for this reason. That's right. We'll play a round of magic. Silently, poorly. too. Silently. Yeah, silently, silently. and poorly. Mm-hmm. If you do this to us again. They'd be like, what type of art house-ass podcast is this? It just starts with seven minutes of silence. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Don't tempt us. Don't tempt us. Because we will do it. Download Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Look up Checkpoint XP. Leave us a review on The Daily Show as well, because I don't want to talk about how many reviews are there. (laughs) <laughs> leave a reviewer else is what we're trying to get um, at. but yeah unless you want to listen to us play magic for 45 minutes silently man I'm up for a game of magic right now that actually sounds fun a really? silent game of magic well no but I just <laughs> I want to play magic right now it's been a while since I've played a game of magic uh, so yeah make sure you do that look up checkpoint XP and checkpoint XP daily as well as all of our other podcasts low team damage the other identity uh, checkpoint, checkpoint 76 checkpoint xp on campus checkpoint xp on campus and this show soon to be renamed checkpoint afk leave us a review for all of the shows that we do if you want to be a super duper fan coming up today on the checkpoint xp podcast what is the relationship between gamers and corporations i mean i think that 
after the week that Blizzard has had, <laughs> yeah. after the month that, after the year that Blizzard has had, <laughs> yeah, this might be worth thinking about. Stick around. That's ahead next on the Checkpoint XP Podcast. This is Checkpoint XP. Esports and gaming radio. CheckpointXP.com. Welcome back to the Checkpoint XP podcast on B-Pod Studios, the place to be for podcast discovery. Uh, this week, we're talking all about gamers' relationships to corporations. With Blizzard having the epic missteps that they've had this week, really all this year, uh, it's kind of really forced us to, to look at the relationship between gamers and the people that make the games. Because there is a sort of like sycophantic-like obsession yeah. with a lot of these developers or game makers. For sure. And, and, it, and it really does drive fandom that is unique because I don't know that other corporations like, you know, Pepsi doesn't have the same level of brand loyalty. I, I don't think so either. And the only, you know, sort of analogy to any sort of, you know, media I can think of is people's loyalty to maybe like a news channel. But even then, it is not with the same level of fervor sure. that people bring for video game companies. So, well, with the exception of maybe one news channel that I can think of. Yeah, but, yeah. but even then, that that taps into more of a underlying culture yeah. type yeah. thing. But the only thing I can think of is maybe Jordan's, you know, shoes, athletic wear, Jordan, Nike. I mean, there's whatever. definitely, listen, there's definitely co- uh, companies out there that understand how to drive fandom that understand how to capitalize yeah. on Supreme. fandom. Yeah. I mean, I would say you're right. Nike kind of held that they for that a well. long time. Um, but you know, as with, as is kind of very typical with American culture, right? Like we love to build up these big icons. Yeah. But we, also, we also really love tearing them shits down. Well, too. yeah, and, and the thing about it is that Nike, for as brilliant as they are at branding, which, like, you know, you study Nike if you're going into advertising. Absolutely. But even Nike doesn't have the same level of vitriol that people have for video game companies. You well, know, Nike, Nike has dropped, and I'm talking about based on a product. Based on a product. You could say based on an ad that they've driven vitriol. No, but, I mean, yeah. like, even going back to the 90s, the early 2000s, the backlash against sweatshops. I mean, yeah, but that's but but that's a that's a backlash against a company decision, not necessarily a backlash against a specific product. So what I mean by that is a, you know, a game is coming out. And maybe it doesn't have a specific developer mm-hmm. attached to it or director attached to it. Mm-hmm. Or a game is coming out and they decide to have micro transactions, right. certain style of micro transactions in a game. Mm-hmm. You will see a level of anger, vitriol, and, neg- and negativity around that particular game 
that then will grow into vitriol for the company, but not necessarily based on a company wide decision. Well, but I mean, as long as we're drawing parallels, though, I I think like if we're going to draw a parallel with what Blizzard has been going through most recently Mm -hmm. with Blitzchung, I think Nike's a perfect parallel to draw there Mm -hmm. because you are talking about a kind of like company wide decision, a decision that's not affected, uh, that doesn't affect one product or isn't affected by one thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a continuum of things. It's a it's a um, you know a, a stratum of things mm-hmm. that are going wrong, and it's an overall you know the backlash is against the company, not against Hearthstone, not against the Hearthstone League, not against you know uh, uh, Overwatch. It's not mm-hmm. a single products so in in the same way that you know when when exposes were being done about these large apparel makers that were you know employing sweatshops across uh, overseas like i think that 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 does mirror a a lot of ways the same outrage that exists around blizzard specifically right now i I think it does but also at the same time I, i find it very different because i mean Social media aside, because that we can't deny that social media is a very large part of this. Oh, absolutely. Um, I still think that it is slightly different because of the attachment to the specific brands, right? The people who made the loudest noise about Nike and the sweatshops and stuff like that were people who weren't necessarily the largest consumers of Nike. I'll give you that. I will definitely give you that. There was definitely sort of like a sandals and candles crowd. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, it's <laughs> that, the, it was that was, the that was folks. Yeah, exactly. It's like, bro, you weren't buying a whole lot of Nike right. to begin with. But in Blizzard's case, the people making the loudest noise in a lot of ways are people who are their are, own audience. Yeah, are, yeah. are their own audience. No, people you're right. You're, you're right on that. Although I, I have do never th- heard sandals and candles. By the way, really, That's, I've really? Never I love heard that phrase. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, like, if if you think about it, though. Like Nike's bottom line was affected by by the sweatshop boycott. So obviously some people who were in that Nike camp, maybe the more casual consumers, not the diehard Mm -hmm. Nike heads, not the sneaker heads, not, you know, not that crowd. But, you know, the your more average customers, instead of buying like Nike, oh, that's quality. I know that it's quality. You know, they they second guessed it and they I don't know bought Reebok for the first time in 10 years yeah. or you know what I mean or yeah. British Knights or something else yeah. and and uh, you know th- that's the part of it that I don't think happens in gaming no. where because it is your your most invested fans that are being the loudest I don't know at the end of the day how much Blizzard's bottom line was impacted by any of this I, I first of all I don't think we would we would know until like some year in numbers. They'd have and stuff to tell us. Out. They'd have to tell us. I think the biggest thing also is the fact that, you know, because of the time investment and, you know, attachment to certain IPs that people have, I definitely think that it's a lot harder for people to divest from certain games. Okay, I think that that's what you're on to right there because I've been trying to figure out what is the difference between gamers' relationships to their to their developers and their games and then just any other relationship that we have to the other products that we buy. And it has to be the time investment. You know, the thing the thing that I had seen that really kind of that brought this to the forefront of my mind was uh, there was a, a a piece of art featuring May, you know, the new symbol of the revolution, yeah. <laughs> uh, that said corporations are not your friends just because they make something 
that you like. But when we mm-hmm. look at the way that I think we we tend to view companies, uh, you know, the way that we used to view Bioware, the way that we currently view Nintendo, is we do look at them as though, like, like Nintendo, you know, in the past has cut their corporate salaries in order to be able to pay their workers. Yeah, it's, it's good guy Nintendo. Right, and, and, and that makes us, I don't know, feel like a certain way about it, but when it, when it comes down to it, when Blizzard made the decision that they did, we look at it from a human perspective, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, why are you doing that? That's a violation of his rights. He should be able to say whatever he wants to say, but at the end of the day, Blizzard may be ran by people, but Blizzard isn't a person. It's a company. What's the number one thing that they should be doing, that they want to do, that, they're, that is their responsibility? Making Profit. money. Profit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. See, for me, it isn't really a discussion about like vitriol and anger. For me, when I heard this topic, I thought immediately to like sadness and loss. And I realized that when, I, when, I, when we had the long, slow process of watching Square Enix become something that we didn't recognize anymore, sure, there was... The same that that when I kind of came to that conclusion elicited the same feeling from me as when like my friend that I grew up with I realized like wait we don't have shit in common anymore right we're not why are we still friends even I think that it's, it's more of a sense of loss and it's weird to have that with a non corporeal thing sure I think that's even a little bit different though um, because that was a game company making games that no longer appealed to me at least for me yeah. I don't know if it's the same for you. Um, it wasn't a company making a series of decisions socially that were that were so uh, odious that I felt I needed to distance myself from the company. I think, you know, it, it's a little bit different because, like, I don't think Square Enix did anything unethical. They didn't do anything wrong. Right. right. I don't. Or I, illegal. I, I, right. Or, like, yeah. I don't. I don't have animus towards Square Enix in the same way right. that I'm. I I feel like you know Blizzard is getting the animus of their fans. Right. right? But that, that's what I'm kind of getting at. Like it, it's it's a different way of looking at it because it's a gaming company. Right. Whereas if Coke made a bunch of decisions where they just said, well, we're just changing the formula for Coke and we you know we don't want to. Did that? Well, exactly. But and, yeah. and and I didn't like the taste of it anymore. I wouldn't be like. I wouldn't feel that same thing that I felt with Square Enix. I'd be like, "All right, I guess I'll go drink Mountain Dew or something else or water." If you know, you, you don't want to be feel healthy. you don't feel betrayed or left behind. Yeah, I don't by feel. Them. I didn't feel that. I wouldn't feel that sense of loss with anything but a gaming company. And that's I'm trying to why is that? Why is that? Because I thought for a minute it must be because games companies at their core it's about artistic expression. Maybe I can connect with that. But then I feel like. And yet I've watched movie companies go, uh, you know, the wrong way. And I don't feel the same sense of loss. I don't feel that same sense of loss about actors. Why is it just video games? Right. I don't know. I I don't know that there is a definitive answer. I I do think that, you know, the nature of play and fun has something to do with it. It has a lot to do with it. And I think, you know, because it it already is very difficult to find a game that you like and eventually will love. And I think people become so attached to it because it does become a part of your identity, especially for folks our age, Ah. you know, where gaming became such a part of your identity and what type of games you played that's, were a part of who you were. That's really interesting because there's also kind of the internal factor of like you have to even just being a fan of something when you're talking to other gamers a lot of times you're having to defend the thing that you like I, right and I think it does go back to what Norton said earlier time invested because a movie a TV show 
that's two hours of your day, right? Or or, or maybe a weekend. Mm-hmm. But if you were really into Blizzard now, you feel you have to divest, that could be... That, that's what you did for the week. That's yeah. six to seven hours a day. And, now what am I doing? That's a big part of who you are. And, and another big factor is the simple fact of competition, right? So... I know for a fact if I need running shoes, yes, I love Nike, but Nike has done some things that I disagree with. Well, I know Adidas has amazing shoe technology. I can go and get Adidas shoe technology and shoe design. Uh, I know I could go to, you know, New Balance or Under Armour. I have options. There is one company that makes Overwatch. Right. One. Yeah. And if I want to play Overwatch or a game like it, I got maybe one other choice, and that's what Paladin. Where do you go for turn based no, Battleborn? Does that even exist still? You got Lawbreaker. No, no, no. Oh, no. But, but I that, think, I that's think what Nate, I'm saying. I think Nate's really onto something. And Nate, once you said it, it kind of clicked in my mind. Whatever type of game that you like, using Final Fantasy as an sure. example, yeah, yeah, yeah. you spent the better part of ten years. St- Telling people evangelizing for it And then when the company goes the other way That's that sense of betrayal Where you have to go I stood up for you And and I spent the better part of 10 years standing up for you And there's a little bit of that Because you know and and for so long Video games were a, A hobby that you know your enthusiasm you you had to compartmentalize it right mm-hmm. like you couldn't bring your enthusiasm for video games into school like you can now yeah because you'd right? be made fun of or people just wouldn't get no, it no 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 i mean i think i think more than being made fun of like it wasn't taken seriously in any kind of academic way right That's like fair as well teachers would be like you're not doing anything that you're going to benefit from get that shit out of here mm-hmm. right and and so you know the the way that we would talk about video games is to talk inside of our friend group and then to go online to message boards and there everyone is so camped up already with their own personal tastes and you know what system they bought and we all lived through the console wars and so you know there was this definite camping up of like you know Oh well, you know these these group of friends all bought Xboxes, and I'm the only one with a with a PlayStation. So I guess I got to find PlayStation friends, <laughs> and you reach out. Like that's the thing is that socially. You don't want to be isolated. You reach out. You find new people, and you find people with similar interests. Whether it's Final Fantasy, whether it's Sony, whether it's whatever it is, and now you have a camp. Now you're tribalized as well. And yes, you're having to play defense for a lot of these ideas, right? Abstract ideas, and and you know, like you you pick sides. You automatically pick a side. You know, I, I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone who is truly agnostic when it comes to their opinions on video games. I'll play anything. Yeah, no, no, nobody, no one, nobody's no ever said, said no that. One, well, nobody's ever, ever said I, I want to take part of what you said, too, and then, and then go to what uh, you had mentioned as well. Uh, there's nothing like Overwatch, right? And then, Joe, mm-hmm. your sense of loss when it comes to Square Enix, because no one will ever make turn-based RPGs like they made before. Yep, that's yep. gone. If that is gone, gone forever. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's why I think People get very turned up when it when it comes to video games, and that's why I think people get very um, you know passionate about when their company does something that they disagree with. But at the same time, why they don't divest because they know I can't get this from anywhere else, as opposed to say Chick Fil A, which whose politics I slightly disagree with, so I don't spend my money there because I could get a chicken sandwich from almost any fucking way. Slightly. 
Yeah, that, <laughs> sleep, very much so. But I could get a chicken sandwich from anywhere, right. literally anywhere. Yeah. So, you know, I understand that they may have the quote unquote best chicken sandwich, but I'm not even going to take the chance to go find out. How do I here's here's something that I just I don't I don't understand because I I think I have a very different relationship with corporations overall than maybe you guys, because like, I don't know, I, I grew up very politically active from like 13 onwards and, and his was, punk face is like you know yeah no i mean yeah like i i wanted to be a rebel i learned about a lot of the the really kind of shitty messed up things that corporations do and it and it colored my opinion about the way that corporations operate in terms of you know like civics right and so that became a very important i i understood mm-hmm. You know, you vote with your feet, you, the the power of the dollar, the power that you enable to a company just by virtue of giving it your patronage. Yeah. Right. So I was very aware of all that stuff. And so from a very young age, I stopped shopping at places like Walmart and, you know, like it's just a you thing. You started being being a, a, a conscious consumer. Yes. A conscious. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, absolutely. And so my relationship with the things that I consume are very, very different than most other people. So I think I have just a very uh, a very different kind of version of this in my own head cuz you know it's nothing like you were saying mm-hmm. it's nothing for me to never go to Chick-fil-A. I don't I'm not even curious what that chicken sandwich tastes like. I don't care. Yeah. I spent 10 years eating vegetables that I didn't particularly yeah, see, care for uh, because I felt some kind of way about it. I, it's nothing for me not to go to fucking Chick-fil-A. It's nothing for me not to go to Walmart. It's nothing for me not to not to patronize places that I truly don't believe in because I found out so quickly and how easily an alternative already exists that you can go and consume. All right. You just said something there. Places you don't believe in. Right. So what mm-hmm. what places or, or products or, 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 or companies do you believe in then? Because I think that's what I it don't. comes down to. I don't. Is that the reason that, that people get so, in Norris's word, turned up about this stuff right. is they believe in these corporations. I, I see, I don't, though. Here's the only corporation that means anything to me. The Beasley, one you work for. The one that signs my paycheck. That's the one. That's the corporation. That's the brand that I'm loyal to. That's the brand that I ride or die for. Because they help put money in my bank account. We work together. That makes sense. There is no company out there on earth that I'm not willing to back away from if they do something that I think is shitty enough to warrant me pulling my money out of their economy. If I patronized Blizzard in any way, shape, or form, I would have pulled my money out of that economy. Well, not that there was any of your money there to begin with. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. it. I couldn't I couldn't be like, yes, I'm also going to boycott Blizzard because I never bought anything there in the first place. And and to you know, to your question like what brands am I loyal to? It's not like I stopped buying chapstick for a reason and started buying Burt's Bees and Burt's Bees is my brand. No, it's that there is an alternative. The alternative brand might do something just as shittier even shittier than the brand that i'm not patronizing it's on me to find that out it's on me to learn that because i want to know where my dot where my money goes so i think that that is that's 
you know, and I, I can't sit here and be like, everyone should be a conscious consumer. It takes a lot of effort, mm-hmm. you know, and not just that, but once I find something, I get stuck in it. And I mean, like, like that that's part of my personality. But at the same time, it's also really good because now I know, you know, like my my money goes one of like five places. You know, like, yeah, I don't feel bad about patronizing Jersey Mike's. Like, I don't know what I don't know what Jersey Mike's does, but I'm pretty sure that they don't support death squads. So I'm <laughs> I'm OK with it. That's, that's the thing is like it when when you start talking about large companies like no one's hands are clean. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's it's all about what circle are you able to square? If if you are someone who does eat at Chick-fil-A, well, that's the circle you have to square. Yep. Where their money goes is the circle you have to square. <clears throat> and as an LGBT person, I'll admit that for a period of time, I continued to eat at Chick-fil-A because I did think it was very good. And eventually, I had to look at it and go, you know what? I can't square that circle anymore. Yeah. These guys are just continuing to well, be scumbags. It, I, no, I'm done. It, it's like we, you know, we're having a really great conversation in the chat about about conspicuous consumption and about you know, uh, you know, certain companies donating to politicians or political parties and how they play both sides, how they play both sides, and yeah. how they, you know, because many of them do. And I think there is a misconception out there that. You can't be a conscious consumer because everything you buy don't donates to both sides. So therefore, you shouldn't take a stand on anything, right. and your political beliefs shouldn't take a part in any of it. And I think that's a crock. I think that's a farce. So I, I've got a I've got a family member. I'm not going to say who it is, um, but I've got a family member that that works in management at Equinox mm-hmm. Gym. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a big there was a big hullabaloo about how the owner of Equinox gave a whole bunch of money to the Trump campaign. Oh, OK. And and that just like you, she had to square that circle. She yeah. had to figure out how she felt about that. Yeah. Can I continue to do what I do? here? Right. Right. Yeah. And and so, you know, like, yeah, I think that we have to do this in, in, in a number of different areas in our life. Right. But I, but I think, you know, for, for a lot of the reasons that have already been brought up, like nobody else makes Overwatch, right? right? Like a lot of this shit becomes very muddy and very difficult to follow through on, especially if it's like, you know, like, like Robbie had said, a, a game that you spend considerable amount of time well, and, on. And, and Not just that, but like think about streamers. Streamers yes. have attached their brand. Yeah. See, and, and, and that's the thing else, too, that... that I wonder how much people are considering, right? So let's take this Blitzchung thing. For some people, mm-hmm. that that was like the final straw. They're like, well, they're silencing Blitzchung and they're taking money from China. That's it. I'm out. What about right. all the charity efforts that Blizzard has has ever done? Yeah, you know, by by keeping your dollar, you know, you want to make sure that Blizzard feels. There's it, also right? there's also a considerable amount of U.S. debt that China owes, but let's not even get into that. <laughs> yeah, but but corporations again aren't just like one face when you take your dollar away that's going to affect blizzard but you realize it's not just affecting the guys at the top the first people it's going to affect are the people at the bottom yeah well, they're going to be the first clear. ones to lose their job right the people at the top are the last ones you taking your dollar yes. away you know, people, that's people, the trick people who to wanted it. to uh who, who uh wanted to boycott the joker because of todd phillips uh, uh comments right like right. i don't want to give him the, the satisfaction what about the hundreds of other people that helped work on that movie right joaquin phoenix actually gave a great performance yeah. sure that's I mean, I mean, for for what it's worth, I, I you know, uh, I I have not seen the Joker. I won't buy a ticket to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
not only because of of Todd Phillips and his shitty opinions, but also because they use a Gary Glitter song, who is a convicted Uh, pedophile. So those are two reasons, two very, uh, you know, earnest reasons why I won't go see the film. The third is, is there are legitimately good comic book movie movies that I haven't gone to see in the theaters and I wait to see them on a plane. Yeah, I'll see it on a plane eventually, maybe. And if not... (laughs) Eh. I don't really give a shit. Yeah, and that's the thing, though, is is when I try to say that, you know, no one's hands are clean. If you're going to get on the position of these guys did something bad, <laughs> I'm not going to patronize them any or uh, pat- patronize. Yeah, yeah patronize. patronize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, them anymore. You're very quickly going to run out of places to spend your money because... There's no, no listen, one. Everybody's everybody's hands are dirty, but it is yeah. up to you as a consumer to figure out where you draw your yep. line. Yes. Exactly. And, that's, that, you and that, that was kind of my point yeah. earlier is like you've got to figure out what is acceptable and not right. acceptable. Because the bottom to you. line is all of these corporations want to make money, period. Even even when it comes to Nike, who's very, I think, uh, uh, conscious about, <clears throat> yeah. uh, you know, how they how they do business and, and whatnot. They still want to make money, too. Yeah, that's yeah. what it comes down to. I mean, making money it, 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 and it, having a positive image in some cases does help. It that. helps that, but I, I just I think when we're talking about gamers and gaming specifically, I think that the biggest disconnect there is that we are seeing the conflation of people talking. To, when we say politics and games, that's like code for a certain group of people yeah. railing against a certain type of thing. But now we are seeing actual politics in get involved in the gaming space and this is not well it's kind of always i mean it's always been there there. there's been there's been a long tradition of politics inserting themselves into video games i know that like it or not i know that i know know. you know that (laughs) the the people in the know know that but i think that there is a large cohort of people that this is their first time experiencing that and i i think they are very fervent, very turned up, and I think that's what, what that is their right. But at the same time, I think Blizzard is not really going to be hurting this much from oh, it. Oh no! Because no. What a year Blizzard and a half does, ago, it was Riot in the hot seat, and Riot is flying high right now. Now here's the thing: yeah. how I square that hole is that I play League of Legends quite a bit. I have not spent one cent on that game. Yeah, wait till uh, Louis Vuitton skins come out. Yeah, right. I, don't, I probably still won't. I, I not to not to tear down your parade on that one, Norris. But the value you give them by doing this show and by continuing to play the game, even if you don't spend money, Pro- is way worth probably, way more. probably. But I'm talking about me personally as a consumer. That's fair. All right. So coming up next on the Checkpoint XP podcast, now that we've kind of aired all of this dirty laundry, what do we do about it? That's coming up next. This is Checkpoint XP. Esports and gaming radio. CheckpointXP.com. Welcome back to the Checkpoint XP podcast. On B-Pod Studios, make sure you subscribe to us and a whole bunch of other shows, great shows over on B-Pod Studios, including Nerd Radio and Geek Culture Congress, two shows you can find right here live at our Twitch channel. Make sure you subscribe to them, bpodstudios.com. All right, so now that we have kind of unearthed all of these different 
you know, these these different things. What do you do about them? Like, let's say, you know, you you are in that boycott blizzard camp and you've been a diehard fan for years. Are you just finding other games to play? What are you actually doing that's making a difference now that the Blitzchung thing has in some form or fashion kind of resolved itself? Are you now playing Hearthstone and and Overwatch again? Like mm. how how long are you prepared to see this boycott through to make your point? Well, I, I think the biggest thing is that first of all, I understand where your wins are, and I think that's something that other groups of people and other protests have figured out that gaming doesn't necessarily know quite yet. Is that understand that. You're never going to get every single thing that you demand, which, by the way, you didn't have demands. You just got mad. You didn't say we will boycott Blizzard until Blitzchung is reinstated and his funds are given back. It was just nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody put out a manifesto that says we are consumers of Blizzard products and this is what we demand in our boycott. No, you just boycotted it. You just got you got the hashtag trend. Yeah, you got you got Twitter fingers. And that's another part of this the the gamer sphere that I get very personally angry with when every time something comes up. It in the in the case of the riot situation I didn't see a lot of we will boycott Riot until I don't think I saw honestly any until there is substantive change with the the culture of the offices at Riot and we see more women employed. We see that women are safe, feeling safer at the Riot offices. We didn't see that. So to me, yeah. Do you do do you think that that particular subsection of gamers really cares about that? Fuck no. Yeah. No, of course they don't. But I think even. But if we move it into the China, they get they get they get more turned up about having an all female panel at PAX East. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm just point I'm just pointing shit out here. Like, like to me, for something like a boycott to be effective, you're right, Norris. You need some kind of manifesto. You need some kind of ultimatum that exists out there so that you're being at least clear with the people that you are protesting against. So that's that's step one. As the gaming community, if we are going to protest things, anything, we need to make sure that somebody steps the hell up and says, what is our list of demands? That is not that is step one. So after that, then if you meet halfway or you get this or you get that, then maybe we can move on to the next step. But until yeah. we do that, there's no way that we can sit around and, and say that any pro- protest or boycott or anything is supposed to have any level of effect. In the case of, of Blitzchung, you know, after the whole thing was, quote unquote, resolved, he got his money, got his sentence reduced. He finally came out and made a statement on it. And at this point holds no ill will towards Blizzard whatsoever or blames them for any of the actions that they've taken. Yeah. To me, that seems like a conclusion to the saga, and yet there are still protests that are being planned I mean, at BlizzCon. But at the same time, I understand why, if you felt really strongly about it, you'd want to continue it, because that that's like saying... Keep the momentum you know, going, yeah. Not just the momentum, but that's like saying, you know, maybe somebody was wrongfully arrested but, and they were released, but the, the concept of somebody being arrested wrongfully right. is still a thing, right. and thus you want to... But to your point you know, about knowing that. what it is you're, you're pushing for, yeah. Right. The whole thing was that that they felt Blitzstrong was being, you know, uh, 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 treated unfairly. 
that has been in some way corrected. Yeah. And now they're going to BlizzCon to continue to protest that yeah no. but see that's why that's when but you get to I, the- I i i think that those the people that are still going to blizzcon to protest are the people who are as upset about the the situation in hong kong and yeah. wanting to make a point about hong kong and chinese money as opposed to being turned up about again, the again situation is which is two that's there's that's there's fair. two different that's like fair. those are two different outrages and i i would i would actually go out on a limb and say that there was a bigger group that was upset about Blitzchung being silenced that would actually disagree with with the Hong Kong protests. No, and and again, that is their right. But I think, you know, Robbie, to to your point, is that that leans into the second part of of what I was saying is that understand where your wins come from. Mm -hmm. And I'm not necessarily saying quit or give up or don't protest, but understand that if your primary protest or your primary reasoning behind uh, Boycott Blizzard was Blixchung should be either reinstated or his suspension reduced and he got his money back, you won you're you're you won. Yeah. So you have to make it clear that that is what you wanted. Right. So you got to understand what that win came from. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. Because to, to Nate, if you, to your point, if, if they are going to BlizzCon now to continue to protest the idea that he was silenced in the first place. Right. Well, rioters also came out and said, you guys don't, you know, keep the political talk off the stream. Exactly. So how is there any difference now between Riot and Blizzard? Riot and ESL. Did the same. And ESL. And, and, yeah. and, and guess what? I don't see a whole lot of protests being lined up about Riot and ESL. No, right. well, because Riot's coming out with seven new games for us. Right, exactly. People are turned up about right. that. And that, but but then it goes by to 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 having courage, and that's my final point on this: is that if we are going to be taken seriously as a community when we put out these hashtag boycotts and shit, like you have to have courage. You have to be willing to say. I am not playing your game. I don't I am not touching it. I'm not spending any money on it. I am not interfacing with your company. See, now this is what I think is far more likely mm-hmm. that happened to the majority of people is that they went hashtag boycott blizzard and then loaded up Overwatch and didn't even think twice about it. Like they didn't you know, they're they're just like, Yeah, I'm behind that. I think that's unfair and then not change an iota of their consumption. Or even what they're playing. Well, I think the fundamental truth behind it is the reason that despite everything that went down with Riot and the difficulties that they went through, they continued putting out a product that everyone really enjoyed. And at the end of the day, the that's humans. If, if you put out something that I really like, look at what the NFL has gone through. Yeah. Look at Scandal after scandal after scandal and people still tune in to watch on Sundays because it's a product that people enjoy. If if uh if Blizzard next week drops Diablo 4, everybody Diablo back. 4 is good, none of this means anything. And that but see but that's, that's the, the truth of it. But that's the problem. And that's what I and mean I, by I, I agree and that's what that's I mean by and that's what I mean by courage cuz when the stuff with Kaepernick went down with the NFL, I never watched a NFL game again. Right. But you're still, in the less than one. I know that, but I. But still, to this day, I have not sat down sure. and turned on my TV to watch football, but and I'm like, not going to. But the problem is, I feel like major corporations have figured out that the amount of people who will commit something like that is less than one percent. Exactly. 
that's it, and that's yeah. and that's exactly that's exactly my point is that yeah most people will join in the chorus of saying hey boycott blizzard mm-hmm. but then only a minor fraction of those people are actually taking their money taking their time taking their personal investment putting it elsewhere yeah. yep and 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 the thing cuz that takes a lot of energy cuz that takes a lot of commitment and energy to do and i just don't see i don't i in general well, see, i don't see the, people having that level of commitment but that's the thing is that to me it doesn't require that much energy it takes more energy to actively get up and go do it. It takes no energy to not. Well, now do I gotta something. find a new game, Norris, and no, I gotta register don't. a whole new account, just and I gotta it. download the Hold Epic on. Store to, to no. be able to play it. <laughs> I mean, this is just ridiculous. I all I want to Norris. All I have to do to launch Overwatch is I have to click twice. That's it. And I have seven friends constantly asking me every day, "You coming to play Overwatch?" Exactly. First of all, if they were really friends, they wouldn't ask me. Because they would know what I'm doing. And that, and that's another part of this, I too. mean, yeah, but asking people to leave their... Like, look at FF14. For as long as people oh, stick yeah. on that thing, it's because they know people on there, and yep. they know that leaving the game means they're saying you know, goodbye to I, their friends. I, I have a friend on Facebook who I was mm-hmm. actually surprised was was uh, as, as upset and as, as inflamed by this whole Blizzard thing as they were. And they uninstalled, deleted, blah, 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 all that stuff. I've been watching now to see... If they go back, because they used to post like bunches of play of the games and stuff yeah. like that. And to their credit, they have not yet, but I, I do notice a lot more FF14 content on their page suddenly. Mm-hmm. But that's the that's the thing, though, is is getting people to walk away from something that they enjoy doing. And by the way, I'm not going to criticize anyone who doesn't want to do that. I get it. Ooh. I work. We work 40, 50, 60 hours a week sometimes. I'm going to go home on the weekend and do whatever the hell I want. And yeah. so if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But at the same time, don't be there, you know, hashtag boycotting it. Yeah, you can't get, you can't get so turned up about, about you know. Well, and, and I think the biggest thing, I think the biggest thing for a lot of people is that they at least want to see motion in the right direction, right? Yeah. I can understand somebody who says, yeah, I was really down on the NFL, but, you know, they came out and did X, Y, Z. Right. And I feel like they're moving in the right direction now. I think even that is, if, I, mean, I feel if, like even that is better. But if, if let, let me ask you, let me ask mm-hmm. you a personal question. If the NFL, because I mean, the reason that you stopped watching was was Kaepernick. If if a team picked up Kaepernick and he started playing next season, mm-hmm. would you watch? No, no, no. What would they have to do? I'm I'm out. You're just I'm, done. I'm out. I'm done because it was it. The Kaepernick situation was a was really a springboard for me to really think critically about what the NFL actually is and right. what it means to me. And then when the, you know, concussion stuff. Sure. And then, you know, Kaepernick compounded with, you know, yeah. uh, the lack of uh, players being offered ownership opportunities. Who, who's who's the dude that, like, this. knocked out his wife? Yeah. The, 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 Ray Rice? Yeah. Which one? <laughs> number one. Which one? Yeah. And there were a few two, of but, those. But the Ray, the Ray Rice thing was yeah. the, Ray Rice the biggest was the, uh, That was the one that had the video. Yeah. In the elevator, oh. yeah. 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 Which, yeah. By the In way, the is why he got busted, because there was a video. Yeah. They knew about it before there was a video. So, right. the whole, right. so the whole point is, compounded with all of that, 
Yeah. yeah, I had to say, but see, you know what? This is something I don't need to get my time. Uh, well, no, but the but much like the blizzard situation, when they came out and and made steps to rectify what had happened with Blitz Chung, we said on this very show, you know, when a company goes out of their way to try to right their wrongs, mm-hmm. that they should be praised for it. Yeah, I, that doesn't necessarily translate into I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm giving you money again, right. yeah. but they should at least be praised with it. What exactly would you would you in 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 your mind, would the NFL have to do? What would the steps be to show you that they're at least moving in the right? Direction? I'm not sure if they can because the nature of the game itself would have to change, and I'm not sure if they're willing. That's fine. To change That's an acceptable that answer. I'm just saying, yeah. like, yeah, it doesn't what have to are be the a realistic? Yeah, answer. yeah, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> no, have to be yeah, realistic it's, it's or, or something that they would even entertain. But I'm just saying, like, how, what are the lengths now that that someone has lost you as a customer? What is the lengths that they would have to go to to regain they would have to, you? They would have to fundamentally change the nature of the game in terms of of hitting in terms of launching targeting i mean fundamentally not just a penalty that this was the most movement i saw of it this season i forgot the player's name but he just got suspended for the entire season yeah because of targeting my concern there though is if you are someone who you know proclaims yourself i'm a lost customer i'm gone yeah you are effectively a written off customer to that company. What reason do they have to even try to cater to you? And that and that's and that's really my bigger that's no, I, I sort mean, of my bigger point. That's that's a remarkably good point. But, I, I'm just I'm just asking the question sure. from from the other yeah. other side of the Yeah, but I but I also know that folks like me are fewer and farther in between. So, you know, it it, it needs to be Certain people who are caught up in certain stuff, you're immediately banned from the league. You're done. You're out. No questions asked. Yeah. I don't care if you're, you know, Antonio Brown all the way down to the practice squad guy. Like, it should not matter. And we all know that it matters greatly because that will affect the bottom line. If Tom Brady was accused of something heinous enough, like, the NFL would have the hardest time trying to. They, I, I feel got, like they, no, 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 no. You know, you know what the NFL would start doing? They would start doing the exact same shit that the WWE does. Someone acts in a way that that has potential liability or damage on the company. The company distances themselves for like five, maybe ten years, and then after a while, they're back hosting Crown Jewel Hulk Hogan. Right. So you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's that's but, it's the exact same thing. Where it's like okay, even if a company does try to rectify those wrongs, like. How committed to this are they really? Well, and that's the thing is I use the example of Tom Brady. Sure. Today, if Tom Brady did something heinous, he might get banned from the game. Sure. Tom Brady in his prime winning Super Bowls every year, which I understand was like two years ago uh, (laughs) or last year. Uh, Tom Brady in his prime. No, unless he's in prison, he's playing. Yeah. If you're good enough, it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah, and, and Someone the, will want you I mean, on their team. I mean, to be honest, there are, there are times I'm not shocked that the NFL doesn't have O.J. Simpson as a sideline reporter. Uh, it is shocking to me. That's Hold on. genuinely if shocking. He, if, if he was not embroiled in the most, probably the most important court like murder case of modern times... He See, will uh, be. Honestly, you, he you, would be. You, want, you, honest, you honestly want to know something? I think that if he hadn't tried to beat the shit out of the dude in Vegas and get his memorabilia back, yeah, that if he at, didn't do that, that time, around right now, he'd be back. They'd probably let him. He'd back. He'd be back. Uh, yeah, especially I, looking at what politicians get away with. Yeah, yeah why not? He'd be back. Yeah, because no, like sure. here's the thing: 
Ray Lewis is a commentator. Right. Yeah, yeah for oh. sure. Mm. Sorry. Mm. 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 That, uh, but that, that's the whole point, is if you're good enough at what you do, it really doesn't matter what else you do. Yeah. Eventually, unless you are physically behind bars, eventually you're going to get to do it again. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I don't know if that there's a, any kind of real solution to that. I mean, yeah, uh, no one's going to stop watching the NFL over one player getting banned. You know right. what I mean? But I mean, but Sorry. that's the, but that's the that's the part of it that makes it incredibly difficult for me to square anything with the NFL is the fact that somebody could literally be embroiled in murder cases, domestic violence cases, all this type of stuff and come back and be reintroduced into the fold. Yeah. And yet a person who expressed their political views was ostracized from the league. Yeah. Black and ball. literally a conspiracy happened to keep him out. Yep. No, I, I completely agree. And, Thank- I can't fuck with that kind of company. Thankfully, he got he. Paid. Oh, he got dummy pay. <laughs> right? Yeah, he did. Which again? How much did he get on that on that court case again? Eight figures. It was eight figures. Yeah, at least. It, was, it was big time money. But. but but that's the but that's sort of Nate to answer your question. That's part of why I can't go back to the NFL as a consumer. That's fair. That's part of why. I can't. So so knowing how you feel about the NFL. How do you feel about Jay-Z? Oh, man. Jay-Z is putting me in, in conundrums right now. Putting you in a tough spot, huh? It does. It really does. I'm not going to lie. No, it I, puts I, me I, in a I'm, very tough spot. I'm like genuinely curious because he's he's taken so much heat over it. Which, by the way, here's, here's the thing, though. I understand why he's making the move. I think he's making the move understanding that people will hate him very briefly and love him in the long run because eventually he'll become an owner. Because he'll make and, the right moves as an owner. Yeah, and he'll yeah. make the right moves as an owner and he'll try to affect change from the inside, which, by the way, is the only real way to affect change. That's true. The thing, even with that, still not watching. Still not. I don't care if he, I don't care if he comes in and buys the Lions. Still not watching. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. You Sorry. Know, you, do you realize what kind of position that would put me in because on the one hand i could finally be rid of the ford zoning this team and on the other hand now i've got jay-z <laughs> so like it's a tough spot to be yeah, in man but that but that's what i mean the, the, NFL, the nfl as a product i'm i'm completely out because low-key it's, it's the same thing I, I said in a chat to a couple folks i don't even watch the ufc anymore because it's it's hard for me to watch i don't want to watch people get beat into smithereens for a check I mean, well, that's why that's why a lot of people uh, ducked out of watching WWE. Yeah, yeah. for a long I mean, time. Like a lot, yeah, like a lot of those chair shots. Like honestly, you know, we were talking about this the other day in between segments. Um, you know, going back and watching the Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys tables match from Royal Rumble '99. It is a great match it is a wonderful match to watch that has maybe four or five really nasty chair shots to this to the head that if you remove those chair shots the match loses absolutely nothing guys this just in literally just came across my my phone u.s congress members request blizzard reverse hearthstone pro suspension i'm sorry what yep Yep, this is according to a report uh, on Kotaku coming okay. from Joshua which, sorry, Rivera. Which way? Clarify, 
I assume they want it reversed such that he's not banned at all is what they mean. That's what I'm trying okay. to go through okay. right so, now. Because, because uh, Slasher actually posts about it as well, and he seems to think that this may have been drafted up before mm-hmm. the, the recent decision to give the money back. And okay. But the point yeah. still stands is that this made enough noise to get on Congress's radar. Mm-hmm. Right. So guess what? Your boycott worked as well as your boycott is ever going to work. That's right. You know, you know the sad part is, is that it's 2019, and I have to ask which way that they're, that they're <laughs> advocating. Because, like, again, it's 2019, and they could be saying, no, this young man needs to be banned. The year was was too lenient. He needs to be gone for five years. Well, but I think think the... that Congress right now is, is very on both sides of the aisle is very down on China also, right now. Specifically, yeah. uh, uh, it wasn't all of Congress. We have uh, Ron Wyden, Marco Rubio, uh, uh, AOC, Mike Gallagher, and yeah. Tom Malinowski. Because the because the first oh, the of all, young that's, folk. yeah, but <laughs> the young folk, but bipartisan. Yeah, yeah that's actually that's, that's bipartisan. But bipartisan. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because that 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 is. Nobody likes an American company doing something <laughs> to appease a Chinese. You know what? Well, That's a great point. You're in a trade war with them right now. A very easy to win and short trade war, I'm sure. Eye roll. Right. Yeah. Um, by the way, one more thing that I wanted to bring up, and actually this may be a good topic of conversation maybe for next week on the podcast, uh, but this week on Kotaku, uh, Cecilia DiAnastasio wrote a great article, How to Break Up with Your Online Gaming Friends. Ooh. And it just kind of circles around what we were talking about earlier. I feel like that's going to be a sad read. Uh, <laughs> Never log back on. It, de- <laughs> it depends on how toxic it, your online yeah, I was friend about to say, group is. It really that's depends. I've, I've, only I've always had, had good uh, relationships with my online friends. Yeah, it's so. always the people in real life that I've had to break I had one with. real online uh, online friend, and like they told me that, like, oh, yeah, I'm leaving the game. And like... It's fucked up, but I felt nothing. Oh no, that is fucked up. Oh my god, I've I've had like legit heartbreak over no, losing. No, I felt friends. nothing. There, there, are, there I are, felt nothing. There are people. There that are I eighty thousand character models that look just like you. <laughs> and Don't I'm judge sorry. people by their skin, Norris. No. Jesus. <laughs> It's the content of their character, Norris. <laughs> I stand corrected, Joseph. There, Good Lord. There, there are people that, that, that I had made friends with in uh, online games before Facebook became as prevalent as it has that I'm now no longer in contact with, have no right. idea how to get in contact with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. That I wish I could. No, there were some, you know what, there were some link shells and guilds that I was in that... I left very quickly because I was like, oh, these are not my, oh, these are not my folk. Ab- absolutely. There but been, have you ever gotten there into There were link shells that I got into that I left the same day where I was like, yeah, nope. no. And, and usually that's that's easy. But like, have you ever gotten caught in one where you're like, oh, but there are there are like three people I really like here and the rest of them are fucking horrible. Yes. I've gotten caught in that too, and I, dude, like that's a tough situation to be in. It is. I usually leave and just send people friend messages from then on. But yeah, no, it's it's tough. I didn't find it hard at all. I left eleven. I didn't even tell nobody. Like, uh, actually, well, no, by the time what? by the time I left eleven, there was nobody to no, tell. No, you know what? I told <laughs> I told like three people, and they're like, "Oh, dang! Like for real, you're leaving?" And I'm like, "Yeah, got too much shit to do." 
That was it. I don't feel bad about it. Well, there you go. You get maybe a little preview of next week's uh, Checkpoint XP uh, podcast. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next week. Maybe we'll have something important to talk about. But uh, I think that's going to be it for this week's Checkpoint XP podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. CheckpointXP.com is where you can find out more info about the show, interviews from past episodes, and all of our interviews. Really, we've got a very robust interview section you should check out. It's all over at Checkpoint. CheckpointXP.com. Stay up to date on all the latest by following us on social media. Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. And if you like the show, consider dropping by our Apple podcast feed and giving us a damn rating and review so we can read it on the show next week. Come on, guys. Checkpoint XP is a production of Beasley Esports XP. Our theme is provided by the band Weird at Last. For the Checkpoint XP crew, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. My name's A. Keep listening. You've been listening to the Checkpoint XP podcast. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, tune into our weekly radio show. For more information and the latest on esports and gaming, go to CheckpointXP.com. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. There are five country music superstars under 35 whose careers are skyrocketing. Several are major headliners selling out stadium shows all over the country. Text superstar to 45911 to see if Kelsey Ballerini made our list of young superstars at BackstageCountry.com. Text superstar to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com.